again, everybody. This is John Norris, your host of Trading Perspectives, and as always, our co-host, Sam Clement. Sam, say hello. Hey, John. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing wonderful. Hey, do you have any big plans for the weekend? Uh, nothing too big this weekend. Well, how about next weekend? How about maybe next, next Friday? Friday? Yeah. 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 Do you have any big plans for that? Say. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be doing anything, but I think a lot of people will be. And what do you think a lot of people will be doing next Friday? The Day Friday? after Thanksgiving, it's Black I Friday. Know, I don't know. I mean, a little little shopping after a little Friday, early morning, and you know, that's maybe what, late night. <laughs> late night. That's always amazed me, and I don't mind telling you this. I um, I've never gone shopping. The day after Christmas, I, I if, except maybe the CVS or something like that, I've never done a bulk of holiday shopping immediately after Thanksgiving. Although we've been calling the day after uh, Thanksgiving for years, we've been calling it Black Friday. And Sam, do you know the origin of the term Black Friday? I don't. You want to explain it? Well, uh, according to urban legend or what have you, it is coined Black Friday because that is the day that retailers go into black for the year. Ergo, Black Friday, the biggest shopping day out of the year. But now it's gotten so strange, particularly with online retailing and the like, and people just shopping year-round, that now we've morphed from Black Friday being the traditional big shopping day. Now we have things like Cyber Monday. Oh, it's and, a whole weekend now. I mean, so you got what? Small Business Saturday, Black Friday. Oh, now, what is Small Business Saturday? So that's supposed to be kind of the opposite of the big box retailer oh, yeah, that you go on Friday. Almost, as the name would suggest. Yeah, and so, so you're supposed to go out and support those small businesses, things you otherwise wouldn't on Friday. Do you? No. Do you? <laughs> I don't know if I do or I don't. Uh, this I'm not year, much of a shopper, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't shop. I, I don't like shopping. Uh, I, I really don't like shopping terribly much. And this year at the uh, La Casa de Familia Norris, we are going to uh, not necessarily dumb down. We are not going to make as much of a Christmas and the holidays. We're not. It's not going to be as materialistic at our household. Uh, I, both my wife and I have gotten to a certain age. If we really want something, we're just going to go buy it. Yeah, it, it's tough to buy parents' gifts. Yeah, well, I'm 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 not my own parent, uh, but I hear what you're saying. But with my children, my children are also getting old enough where you know I'm not buying a bunch of plastic. You, you know what? I'm not buying toys and and things like that. And my children have a certain taste uh, that the items are fewer in number but smaller. I mean, the fewer in number but bigger in dollar price. Right. And the same could be said for my parents, and then also my nephews and nieces and, and brother and sister, all, all of us. We've just gotten to a certain age across the board, with the exception of my youngest nephews, who still get plastic you-know-what and toys and what have you. But everyone else is just, what do we need? You know, At some point, we just have to ask ourselves, well, as consumers, Americans, what have you, how much do we really need? And should we be out buying a bunch of stuff we don't need when there are so many people around the world, let alone our own communities, that don't have enough of the basic necessities of life. Sam, your thoughts? You know, I'd say I agree with you. I was hoping for a little bit more than that. But <laughs> but no, I mean, people, once they get older, they start to even ask, well, I don't need anything. What you're do I staring need? at me very strangely when you're talking about people getting older. I'm beginning, <laughs> to, beginning to feel a little bit offended here. No, I'll look up. Yeah, please do. <laughs> look up or look down. But no, I mean, you see that. I've seen it with my parents, my sister, just anyone once they get past, I don't know, what would you say, into your 20s? I hope. <laughs> you start you start to ask for less things, usually more pricey things, though. I remember when I was 16 years of age, and my parents, who if they're going to listen to this, are going to remember what an ingrate I was. Uh, on my six, the six, uh, 16th Christmas, they got me a very nice belt. 
available. I mean, extremely nice. It was back in the day when we weren't so sensitive as to the skins of certain types of reptiles. And I'll live, I mean, got a very nice alligator skin belt. It's just wonderful. And I was, I was petulant about it. Your thoughts on that, Sam? That's harsh. Isn't that harsh? That and you know harsh. something? I, I got a belt. I mean, at the end of the day, I got a belt. And that's what I was worried about. Was a, but Do you I keep think, that to yourself, or were you very oh, outward with I, your I, I think I, I, I don't have a very good poker face. <laughs> uh, I didn't say, gee whiz, this, this stinks. I, I never said anything like that. But the sheer, the look of sheer disappointment on my face <laughs> when I opened up my main, main Christmas present that year, and it was, it was a belt, uh, was, was wildly evident in the, throughout the room. Uh, my sister laughed, and my, my parents were fuming, furious. A good way to end Christmas, me being upset about getting a belt. But, but I tell you that because you mentioned in your 20s at some point or sort of the dividing line when you start getting fewer things but higher dollars. I don't think it's 16. No. I don't think it's 16, although my son just turned 17 yesterday. He is maybe a little bit more advanced in his gift ideas than I was back in the day. I'd just say post-college, once you're starting to be on your own, you know, you're kind of shifting your wants from things you actually need more so than just I would imagine the best gift that your parents could give you this this holiday shopping season is green it is green and comes in rectangles even rectangles (laughs) they all look the same (laughs) all with a picture of Benjamin Franklin on them I I believe that is true so this year with Black Friday coming up I can't believe Black Friday is already coming up Cyber Monday small business Saturday I don't know what else? I mean, probably there's probably some name for Sunday as well. Um, do you have anything on your gift registry or gift list for others? What is the what is going to be the hot item for the Clement family this holiday shopping yeah. season? And then let's talk about: Do you know of what the hot items are going to be for society just in general? Because right now I'm kind of clueless. Uh, I'm pretty clueless about that too, but. You know, there's certain items you see every Black Friday that come out. Or television the TV. Yeah, television is kind of the one that comes to mind. Yeah. Really, any big electronic or uh, machine, whether, I mean, even washing machines, things like that. Things that have a higher price tag normally through the year. But you kind of get people that'll come and camp out at 3, 4 in the morning that otherwise <laughs> just can't, can't wouldn't do that. It, it, it baffles me. Every year, sitting there, I'm trying to watch. It's either the Lions or the Cowboys. It's always the same teams playing on playing on, on football on Thanksgiving, and they always break away and start people queuing up at some Walmart somewhere, or some Sam's Club, Costco, or whatnot, because they're they're, they're giving away televisions. It's right. kind, of, kind of like you can buy one fifty-inch television for three hundred forty-nine dollars, or you can get two for a nickel. And it really is. It, it sounds bad saying this, but the term shouldn't really have the negative connotation. But it's price discrimination, is what it is. I mean, you're getting people to buy TVs that otherwise wouldn't be able to really buy those TVs because usually the people that are willing to pay thousands of dollars for a TV, you know, that price cut isn't going to get them to go out there and buy the TV and camp out all night um, versus the people that maybe can't afford the TV on a normal day are going to go out and get that TV and are willing to camp out four or five in the morning for it. I guess so. I, uh, I I guess I just don't need a t- television, but you're you're right about all that because I see in obviously in the, in the stories of people camping out, people there's a mad dash to the electronic section, and I've always kind of thought some of these people are just buying this stuff to resell. Oh yeah, that's so, what I've I've been one time and tried to get something 
didn't get it. Already sold out, but that was what I was going to do is just flip it. So you're something of a, a, a grifter. <laughs> <laughs> gaming, gaming the system, are you? I mean, so how old were you when you were going to do this on Black Friday? Well, it was more of a bet with my dad. He didn't think I'd be able to go <laughs> and get one of the TVs. He thought they'd already be all sold out, which they were. <laughs> so you're fine. You and your father, you're, we're also keeping a book on how, how on how big your black market scheme could be. <laughs> you know, if we spread everyone out and go to hit all the WalMarts, he might. <laughs> so, so what other schemes do you, do you, do you and your parents try to run? <laughs> Nothing I'm going to talk about on here. <laughs> I saw those guys hanging around the trunk of your car. I uh. <laughs> kind of wondering what that was all about. That wouldn't happen to have anything to do with Black Friday, would it? No, that is. <laughs> and why are you always driving over to Georgia? <laughs> the taxes are less there. We're not existing. We're not existing if you pull up to the factory after hours. Exactly. But that, but exactly. <laughs> no, but in this consumer-driven economy, maybe getting back to being serious, in this consumer-driven economy, we we tend to focus so much on just what retail spending is. And thus far this year, despite all the turmoil that we've seen in the markets really over the last four to six weeks, retail sales have actually been pretty good. So we're going to take a look at retail sales, regardless of what Sam's selling out of the back of his car. <laughs> Re- official retail sales are, have actually been pretty good. And here we have waiting to, waiting to see just how good retail sales are going to be after Thanksgiving, when the consumer seems to be in okay shape already. So are we going to be spending a ton of time as people that follow the economy, follow the markets? How much do you think the markets going to be paying attention to Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, whatever Sunday is, and Cyber Monday, when I would say, Sam, the economic data right now is nowhere near as important as the Federal Reserve? Your thoughts on that, Sam? It's hard to disagree with that, especially with the comments they're making. I know Powell made a statement a few days ago in Dallas. Um, Your hometown, by the way. My hometown. What did he say, just for listeners' edification? Well, he he seemed to acknowledge that there was some economic slowdown in the future, which, you know, a lot of Which he's a a big part of helping to cause. Yeah. It's like he... But them wanting to slow down these rate hikes kind of sounds like wanting to walk into a dark room a little slower so you don't stub your toe as hard. That's a scary analogy. I, I like it, though. I don't like walking into dark rooms, particularly when there's things on I can stub my feet on. They just want to stub their toe a little softer. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Well, I would tell you, I, I would tell you that really, the, you think about Jerome Powell. You're talking, we're talking about the Federal Reserve. That really is for me far more important than anything that might happen on Black Friday. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I, I, no matter what happens on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what have you, it's going to be the best of times and worst of times. It's almost, I mean, every year we go through the same thing. I mean, the consumer's strong. You look at really any number related to consumer spending. Um, even wages are starting to grow yeah. a little bit. Still not at a crazy yeah, big pace. It's, it's, but not, not where we would ordinarily sure, be. Sure, but point. I mean, with the jobs rate, the unemployment rate, um, you know, just everything lends you to believe that consumer spending is going to be strong for the time being. Well, the thing is, knowing the way that we watch the Federal Reserve and what you comment about Jerome Powell and how I would say, you know, listen, the Federal Reserve generally is the impetus or the cause or engenders economic slowdowns. I would imagine that you are probably all in favor, you, Sam, Clement, all in favor of a very aggressive Federal Reserve because of that scheme that you have running out of the back of your truck. Is well, this, is it this would a- help me. It would help my truck scheme, as you put it. <laughs> but no, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these rate hikes. I, 
I think <laughs> I think we're going a little too fast right now with them. I, I, I would tend to agree with you on that. And while I mean, you and I have talked about this a lot. We haven't talked about it very much here on Trading Perspectives. But it's not just the rate hikes that are going to impact the consumer. The rate hikes, while they do impact the consumer because it raises the interest rate on variable rate debt, which will impact the amount of money that you have to spend on a Black Friday or on a Cyber Monday. It's also the fact that the Federal Reserve is draining money out of the back end by unwinding some of their quantitative easing schemes that they did after the financial crisis. And I don't think that's highlighted enough in what people are talking oh, about. Oh, I don't think it's anywhere near highlighted. I mean, I don't see it at all on the TV. On no, the no. Well, I mean, it's, it's it gets a little bit more arcane. It's I mean, the average person is not one of, might not really completely understand that when the Federal Reserve is reducing its balance sheet and selling selling Treasury securities into the open market that they're taking cash out of the system. Right. That gets real, real nerdy real quick. But you'd think they'd at least highlight it when they're talking about, oh, should the Fed raise rates anymore? Well, I mean, they're already getting into the weeds a little bit, but like we said, they're not really highlighting it at all. Well, the reason for that is, you know, you know, I used to write a newspaper column for the Montgomery Advertiser, and I just kind of quit doing it, just stopped doing it. And the reason for it is because it's very simply, it's very easy to understand what people, what the news organizations are doing now. It's not necessarily about investigative journalism or even journalism in general to drive advertising sales. You know, it's clicks, it's likes, it's shares. It's those things which get the most eyeballs. And so writing an economics piece for, for a, a newspaper doesn't get anywhere near the same licks, clicks, <laughs> licks, click, <laughs> clicks, likes, shares, views. That's a better way of putting it. Anywhere near that same amount as a story on football, whether it be Auburn football, Alabama football, wherever it be, you know, Falcon football, wherever you are. You can write whatever you want. Yeah, I can write Auburn whatever football. I want. I think I wrote one time that you know I could write about man-eating alligators in Etowah County uh, winning the lottery, and people wouldn't wouldn't click on it anywhere near as much as they would football. But that's the reason why. You don't hear that much about the Federal Reserve doing the back end of, of the yield curve. You just don't because people just don't want to read. They don't want to read about yeah, that. I think it's, it's not a little harder to grasp even than yeah. the interest rate hike itself. Well, I mean, it's very much harder uh, to to grasp. And, but it's not so hard, and the reason why we hear so much about Black Friday, the reason why we hear so much about Cyber Monday, it's not hard to grasp people waiting in line at the Walmart. People waiting in line at the Costco, it's actually kind of fun. There's sort of like a, I don't know, it's a Schadenfreude type thing going on when I see people waiting in line at the, I mean, just queuing up outside of some big box retailer in the freezing snow, in the freezing rain. Does it sound like stuff. fun to you, John? No, I'd say it's like you delight in other people's misery, ergo Schadenfreude. It's a German term. Look it up. In any event, so it's kind of like you get this weird sort of fascination watching this. That type of stuff, talking about Black Friday, gets the clicks, likes, and shares, and views much more so than talking about the Federal Reserve. Why why are we still talking about Black Friday? Right now, and Cyber Monday, right now, there are deals all the time. Amazon now rolls theirs out for a whole week. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, there are deals all the time, anywhere you go. It's because when you really think about it, what's the significance to Black Friday, why not have those sales more than just that one day? And I think a lot of it originated from one, just the timing of it being around the yes. holiday. Two, people off of uh, work. Yeah, people or, having off. It's just kind of the perfect yeah, storm for having yeah, a I big like sale. It, I like it. Yeah. And but but now but now with online retail, you, who's to say you, you can don't run do that discount any time of the year? Right. And it comes to your house in a couple of days. So what is the importance of Black Friday? Why do we talk about it? 
That's a good question. <laughs> Why do we talk about it? I think it's because we have always talked about it. And again, there is some sort of fascination when looking at the stores and, and wanting to know the headlines. But I, I have to submit, and probably a lot of your retailers that say, well, it's still very important. Still very important. The holiday shopping season, by all by any stretch of the imagination, still very important. But the Friday itself, after Thanksgiving, is undoubtedly representing a smaller portion of the average retailer sales than they than they have in the past. And yet, every camera will be focused on the big box retailers the Friday after Thanksgiving. And the stampedes. The stampedes. And the televisions. Now, what are the deals that you have seen? We're getting back to that question. What are going to be the hot items this year? I mean, like we said, I think, again, it's just going to be the big-ticket electronics. It always is, but I was hoping you'd come up. I was hoping someone of your age would be more in the know uh, than, than I'm regarding what the, is it, I mean, know, maybe, the new games or something like that. Maybe new iPhone. New iPhone just came out. That'd be pretty cool. would be pretty cool. I mean, this, this thing I have now, I have an 8S. What do you have? I have a 10. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty amazing what these things can do. It's wild. <laughs> I don't need any more electronics. I don't need anything. And that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, but then again, going back to where we started, that's kind of where we are, my juncture in life. But I could see for some people, if it was like you needed a new washer and dryer, it might make a little more sense to go out and try and get a really good deal on something that you wanted. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. And maybe they push, push that off till, till uh, Black Friday, but they were going to buy that stuff anyhow. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If you really needed it, you're going to buy it either way. Yeah. It might be worth it for some people to camp out for a few well, hours and suck it up for one day well you're right about that so i but i'm kind of surprised that you have not stayed on top of retail trends any better than you have like particularly it. with the business that you're that you're doing on the side hey, you and your father <laughs> this 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 this, uh, this thing that you have uh are you paying taxes on that sir <laughs> <laughs> i guess we can close i guess we can close by saying every friday and if anybody needs a new tv <laughs> Every Friday is Black Friday. Just <laughs> talk to Sam Clement. And with that, uh, guys, thanks for listening. I'm not sure how much we got accomplished here today, but we did have a good laugh, and we did talk about Black Friday. I question really the overall importance of Black Friday moving forward, but particularly this year when the thing that really I think matters the most is just how, how, how much more aggressive will the Federal Reserve be over the next couple of quarters when there does appear to be a slowing down of the economy already. Sam, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you can disagree with me on that. Nothing to disagree with. No, so we're sharing perspectives on that, not trading them. Uh, but as always, we'd love to hear from you all, uh, our listeners. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. You can always send us an email to tradingperspectives at oakworthcapital.com, or you can subscribe uh, or leave us a review on the podcast outlet of your choice. Sam, I do have to say we gave away our first T-shirt we recently. Did. We did. Gave it away to Brad Chastain of Greenville, South Carolina. Brad, thank you for for the suggestion to talk about Black Friday today. If you are interested in hearing more of what we have to say, you can check out our blog, Common Sense, at oakworthcapital.com. You will find that underneath the Thought Leadership tab. With that, I am going to sign off. I am John Norris, the host, and Sam? I'll see you next week. Y'all take care.